June 26th, pay-per-view, Forbidden Door. Now, you know, I, I curled my lip a little when I heard the announcement on, uh, on Dynamite for Forbidden Door, the pay-per-view, which has got AEW and NJPW wrestlers on it, because people have been saying, I'll bet it's that for ages, and so it wasn't so exciting. However, there are implications for this, and I will watch the pay-per-view, and I'll, I'm sure I'll love it, and I love both promotions. Well, I love NJPW. Sometimes I'm a little concerned about where AEW is going, but generally, I think they do good work. But I think there are more implications than this, because I think this is... Well, I'm not going to say it's Super Clash 3, which was the last throw of the dice, in a way, for territories coming together to fight Vince McMahon's WWF, but it has a feeling of territories coming together and there's been a cross-pollination over the years and now they can pull this together AEW and NJPW of course but you've got ROH which has now been purchased by AEW you've got uh, Impact which has a cross-pollination with AEW and has for a while and NJPW now and CCW Coastal Championship Wrestling recently having the Good Brothers from Impact NJPW and AEW on their program recently, bigging them up. You've also got Game Changer Wrestling. They do a bit of that cross-pollination. This is very interesting. If it's a loose conglomeration of different promotions that is just standing together, but with their own their own character still intact, to say there's an alternative to the WWE here, that's very interesting. And if you're talking about the death of the territories, yeah, there is the death of the territories, but the death of independent promotions, that's very far from over. So Forbidden Door, it's not just AEW, it's not just NJPW, it's the future of independent wrestling. I think it's as serious as that, and I'm interested to see what happens in the next 12 months. Because I think it's going to be really good. Ta-ta.